0: Hey, what's going on everybody? It's episode 150 of the Audible Farm podcast and this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Uh Couchtown Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa. That's one of my favorite things. Couchtown Coffee is roasted by somebody who plays music. That's another one of my favorite things. And Couchtown Coffee is also roasted made to order. So when you hit them up and say, "Hey, I'd like some coffee," they roast it for you and then send it to you. And then all you have to do is grind it and make coffee and it's the some of the best coffee I've ever had in my entire life. So check it out, CouchtownCoffee.com. Located right here in Iowa, roasted to order and shipped directly to your house. All you gotta do is grind it up and enjoy it. Uh, they've been they've been helping me put out this episode by uh, helping me out with some coffee. You know, and that's one of my favorite things about them is I, I get some coffee from them. Uh, I do order their coffee just like everybody else. Uh, I love their coffee. It's some of my favorite I've ever, ever had. I drink it every single morning. And and if you want to try it out, just go to CouchTownCoffee.com. Find a coffee you like, make an order, and say, hey, Audible Farm sent us, and they will give you a 20% discount on your coffee. It's that awesome. If you just want to try it out once, just give it a whirl, see what it's like, a 20% off, boom, there you go. Like I said, some of my favorite coffee ever, and it's, it's amazing. So check it out, CouchTownCoffee.com. Uh, thank you, Couchtown. I really appreciate it. This episode, I'm sitting down alone. I guess you can read the titles just as well as I can. Solo episode again. Uh, been a little busy. Didn't have anybody scheduled out for this week. Uh, I explained a little bit of that in the intro. I, I I dropped some lazy excuses, but the episode picks up really well after that. You know, <laughs> I'm talking about some rag-bri stuff, playing rag-bri weekend, playing other shows with Three Finger Betty, doing sound for my buddy Vinny and the Night Prowlers. Uh, like I said, playing a couple shows with Jesse Wilson Music uh, or Jesse Wilson and Friends, whatever iteration he's going to go by for for the day, because he's one of the more flexible people I've ended up playing with. So. Uh, he's able to do it all sorts of ways, whether it's solo or with somebody accompanying him or a whole band. It's it's pretty cool. Um, I talk about that in this episode. I talk about the upcoming Reforge Initiative show that is happening tomorrow. I also talk about the kind of funniness that happened last week on last week's episode where uh, I... Had the had the episode planned out for the wrong day, pretty much, was what happened, and I put it out a little early. But I talk about that as well. I talk a little bit about uh, some new merch that's in the shop, and I talk about all sorts of other good stuff in this episode. Uh, it's a little bit shorter than normal, but I hope you enjoy it all the same. This is episode 150. It's a solo episode. Uh, maybe I should have planned something else cooler out for episode 150. I probably should have, but uh, you know what? I've been doing some solo episodes here and there, and I'm always like kind of on the fence about them. It's not really what I wanted to do originally with the podcast, but sometimes the solo episodes are nice because I can kind of get in depth with what I'm thinking about things. And, uh, you know, some people hit me up and they're like, I really like this solo episode, you know, every now and then I'll get one of those where it's like, that's kind of crazy. You know, uh, it's just me talking about stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, I like the show to be guest driven. If I can, I like to talk to other people about what they have going on. Maybe not so much about what I have going on, but that's kind of what this episode was about. I talked a little bit about what I have going on. So, uh, I guess if you enjoy hearing some of that check it out otherwise I talk about what other people have going on too in this episode as usual but there's just nobody here sitting with me I debated at one point in time uh, picking up a phone and calling in and and hooking some different stuff up here to try to do a call in just for fun but uh, I didn't do any of that so check this episode out I hope you like it I had a good time sitting down talking episode 150 solo episode it's the audible farm podcast with your host Peter Stockdale. Hey, as you heard in the intro, I am without a guest again this week. But I do want to have a few things I could talk about while we're sitting here. Uh, This last week was Ragbri week. I guess it's still going on for a little bit here, but... Uh, I found myself kind of stuck in the middle of it, playing a handful of shows kind of along the Ragbri area, and it was tons of fun, you know, I I guess like I've I've been to a few different Ragbri towns and things like that, and I see bands come in and play, and, and it was when I was younger usually, and I was just like, oh no, like these guys are so good, there's no way I could ever be that good, and then I found myself being in a band that was playing to a lot of people at Ragbri, and uh, you know, we weren't the only ones. I played with Jesse Wilson this over this last weekend. And um, I guess I could pull up a list of all the people, and I'm sorry if I'm going to miss any, but like Salty Views was there, and uh, Lone Tree Revival was there, and um, Corey Waller and the Wicked Things were there as well. I mean, there was a whole bunch of different bands there. It was a really, really fun night, and uh, I I got to hear part of Corey Waller and the Wicked Things from down the street, but I didn't get to see him, unfortunately because uh, i was playing a show and our show was you know x amount long but i know there was people all all night through the whole thing if i didn't mention salty views they were they were there as well um yeah i don't know there was other bands playing all around town i know that um a lot of the people we go to jam nights with had shows i mean a lot of them and i've, I've actually kind of been trying to get a couple more of the people that i go to jam nights with in barnum to get on the podcast and i've you know starting to Get the wheels in motion for that one. I've got a podcast scheduled for this week, so don't worry. I'll have a I'll have a fresh guest next week. I do have a couple people on the hook here for that I've never talked to before that I kind of want to get on the podcast, and I'm starting to schedule some things out with them as well. I'm just hoping that with uh, you know finding myself having actually having a job and and you know having it be like a daily thing, and then trying to schedule things around it is not always as easy as I thought it could be. So um, I guess I did it somehow previously on the podcast but um, yeah I guess maybe just playing all the music is another thing I guess I never you know back then I wasn't playing as many shows as I am now um, and it's pretty wild you know playing I, I almost play like a show a week or two shows a week if I had to sit down and calculate it out I'm, I'm almost at like an averaging two plus shows a week so I'm I'm really kind of you know, getting up there with is how many shows I'm playing, and that's just a testament to the people I play with. I mean, whether or not it's Three Finger Betty, or whether or not it's Jesse Wilson, or uh, on the occasion that Clint Riedel brings me with him, you know, I've played with him this year as well. Um, even, like, I've been asked to run sound a few times this year, and, you know, running sound is such a weird thing, because it's like, you pretty much just sit in the crowd and just listen, and if you need something to change, you just go change it. And, it's almost like a set it and forget it kind of deal if everybody just keeps doing everything the way they've been doing it. Nobody dinks with anything too much or starts to sing like way softer or way lighter before or after during the show or whatever. So as long as people can maintain consistency of some sort, it's usually nothing you have to alter too much uh, depending on the band. So I've done a little bit of uh, sound but nothing like extensive i'm pretty much just like the guy out there that's like hey you guys need more of this and then you just tweak it a little bit and it sounds better there's a lot of people out there that are way better at sound like um i would say like uh of my peers it would probably be like brad the the mythical brad that we've mentioned many times on the podcast that may or may not exist um but yeah brad hofing he's really good at at doing sound stuff and it's funny because like I don't consider myself a genius at any of it, but I sit down and talk to him about it, and it's just like, oh, I don't know anything about this. Brad's, Brad's, amazing at this, and a lot of his stuff is just self-taught. He just gets curious about it and looks it up. So it's kind of crazy that he's taken it, you know, to that deep of a level. Hopefully, someday we'll get on the podcast and I can ask him about why it entertains him and things like that. But you know, he's definitely one of those those fun guys out there in the music scene that may or may not exist. So um, hats off to you, Brad. Give me—I'm gonna take a drink of water here but yeah definitely i there was a lot of shows going on this weekend i know um even even just yesterday there was there was still shows that were going on um that some people i know were playing on i know i want to say like tank anthony had done like almost 10 shows in the last 5 or 6 days or something like that if i'm not mistaken that might be slightly exaggerated it might be like 10 shows in a week but still that's that's crazy it's you're you're average, averaging more than one show a day that's pretty wild so <laughs> Uh, hats off to those guys for doing all that work and that's just for me like looking around my Facebook and people you know either who I'm friends with or who I've contacted and things like that I know Clint like I said Clint Riedel had a few shows in different towns and um, there's a lot of people that had had shows that were going on uh, different bands different iterations of things I think there might have even been somebody that played like two or three times a day on one of those days um, depending on what's going on so it's it's really crazy ragbri is such a fun event everyone was pretty nice that i ran into it was uh it was just a really really good time overall um on friday night last week i played with with three finger betty and those shows have been going over really well actually i don't know if it's because covid's over or what's going on but um if it's the lineups we're choosing or or the fact that there aren't as many shows going on so people are just ready to get out there to certain shows but whether or not it was this, this weekend or the previous weekend, I've been having a blast playing with them, too. I mean, the venues are, are relatively packed. I mean, one of them was very, very, very full when we got in there and played, and it was pretty wild. Um, you know, and it's uh, it's been a really fun summer as far as playing shows. I'm glad, you know, I, people are like, oh, I'm glad they're back. And they are back, but, um, you know, we've been playing shows for a decent hunk of this year. Um, it's just kind of tough to be like, oh, everyone's finally coming out to shows. But it is, you know, summer, so that's another thing that people are, you know, picking and choosing what events they want to go to. And, and people are around and ready to go out. It's a lot more active than wintertime. It's not as easy to pull people out at shows at wintertime. So I, you know, it's, it's just the way it is, but it's also, I think maybe we're gaining some steam in the three finger Betty camp. There's a lot of people that are like, you know, this is good music. So, um, you know, it's just that weird thing where we've, we play with all sorts of different bands. We play with rock bands and we, we fit in somehow with them. We play with like metal bands somehow we fit in with them you know it really doesn't matter and then you throw us in with punk bands and it's like we don't sound exactly like this you know uh, most of the punk bands that we've played with um you can kind of put them in certain categories and it's like what exactly are we kind of going for because it wasn't sounding anything like what else was going on here it doesn't mean it's anything bad but it was just kind of like this is crazy so that's you know the benefit of the three finger betty camp is they can sound pretty much like anything they want to sound like, and they can kind of do whatever they want to do as far as music-wise, you know, and I I guess I'm speaking about them like they're a different, you know, set of people, but I'm in that band. And, you know, that's just one of those things is uh, we spend a lot of time uh, practicing, you know, every single week to get really, really tight. And as of recently, we haven't had as many opportunities to play uh, practice together, but, you know, somehow we've still maintained this tightness and it's one of those, like, you know, what is it, the 10,000 hours thing, you know, or oh, I think it's, there is that right? Yeah, I think it's 10,000 hours. But, yeah, we definitely put our time in to get, like, as tight as we could. And that was, that comes from, you know, playing multiple shows a week, you know, once again, uh, depending on where we had to play or what nights we had to play on and things like that. But that also comes down to, like, when I had the free time, I just did it, you know. It's like, oh, it's Thursday night and I have school at 9, like, oh, it's... You know, if I was going back to school, it's like, that's not, I can do that or whatever, you know, and then just work at nighttime. So, you know, it's like, I was just also lucky I had a really flexible job schedule back then as well. Uh, not that my job schedule is not too bad right now, but you know, it is, it has been kind of tough trying to like balance everything out. You know, it's just one of those weird things when you have like a life change, you're like, man, how am I going to manage all this stuff? And then you just adjust a couple things and boom, you figure out how to manage everything. And you know, whatever is most important to you will always, you know, rise to the top, you know, like the cream of the crop. Um, there's a nice pro wrestling reference cream of the crop, um, for anybody's in the know out there. Also for anybody that's in the know out there, speaking of, uh, cream of the crop, there is, uh, some new shirts in the audible farm, uh, online shop. I'm actually wearing one right now. If you're watching the Patreon, let's see here. Boom. There it is. Um, maybe I'll even clip that part out and put it in on the YouTubes and the, uh, other interwebs for the clip. But anyways, yeah, I got new shirts out. Uh, there's a handful of different styles. Uh, I only made a handful of them too. So I, I don't, it was one I was just like, ah, oh, we'll test these out and see what kind of happens here and see if people like them or not. I feel like it's a niche market, but it's uh it's a fun one for me. So for people that, uh, are not watching, uh, I showed the camera what my shirt was, you can check out the clip or I can just tell you it's a, it's a pro wrestling themed Audible Farm shirt. It's it's pretty fun. I enjoy it. I have been, you know, in my free time watching some pro wrestling as of lately. So uh, it's fun to sit down and be like, all right, well, let's make one of these. And boom, here you go. You got some new Audible Farm merch. And like I said, there's I didn't make too many of them because it's a, kind of a weird niche thing. But I did make some. So if you want one, go grab one. But just be advised, I didn't make very many. So... Um, or I didn't have very many made. I didn't personally make them. I do have to shout out to a uh, corrosive screen printing for agreeing to do uh, like a short run of these shirts for me. And, uh, you know, once again, I would suggest them to anyone. If they're looking for somebody to screen print shirts, uh, they're based out of the Des Moines ish area. I will say that I don't, I know they recently moved, but it's still in, in right around in that Des Moines area. It's not too far outside of Des Moines now. So uh, if anybody down in that area is looking to make shirts or have shirts made, I would suggest them. Or if there's any bands that are like, hey, I'm looking for somebody that's reliable, well, they've made all my shirts and I've always asked for weird stuff. And, you know, if there ever was an issue, they've always found a way to fix it. And it's, it's, they're probably one of the best. I mean, a, a couple of times they like, they're like, oh, we, we printed one of these on, um, uh, wrong the wrong style shirt first or whatever and they're just like so we just give you we'll just give you that shirt because what are we going to do with it and it's like hey that's cool i got like an extra shirt out of the deal so i just kept it you know um and, you know they've done they've done things like that you know where it's kind of fun where it's like oh it's a present this is kind of neat you know um and another time i've i mean I, like i said i've ordered a lot of shirts and things through them um not just uh as a podcast but as a band because they're they're one of those uh companies that uh the guy that is doing all of the work for i don't know if he's doing all the work but i think he is doing all the work like i think it's just a, a really small company maybe uh him and his significant other doing all the work there so um uh, yeah either way yeah he he's in a band too and you know he's, he's always out there he's been grinding i think he's been doing it longer than i have to be honest uh he's um i i only know him as harpo i'm not even sure if that's his real name but harpo uh if you're out there listening to this big hats off to you for doing all the work for me i really appreciate it if there's anybody out there looking for somebody to make t-shirts i i say hit him up you know uh, like i said a lot of people in the music scene utilize him because he's also in the music scene so he's not out there to make like a gazillion billion dollars off somebody for shirts and, and another thing like i said i was i was out there weird i was just like i bought this one shirt this one time and this is what the tag looks like can you figure out what it is and then he's like can you describe the material you know it comes down to just like him always working with me it was always just like yeah i've got i can get those shirts that you want though this this specific shirt now it's not like the shirt i wanted was out outlandishly weird but it's not like a a super common shirt that people would choose and i just chose them because they're soft but uh yeah if you're looking for shirts i say hit him up he can work with you he can uh send you drafts of what what you want to get and things like that too i've seen him do that so hats off to him he's always done really good work and like i said he's only ever um been good to me ever so uh if you're looking for something there hit him up that's that's who did my shirts and uh, like i said these are pro wrestling themed shirts if you're looking for a shirt scroll down below into the description section and check out the shirts that are available um i do also have uh, medium, large, and extra large of the classic Audible Farm logo shirt. The, the on the gray, um, when I got more of those, I, I got a darker gray color. So, if you're looking for one of those, I do have a new color, it's very similar, but the t shirt's just like slightly darker gray than the original one. So, um, it's definitely not black, but it's it's like a, a darker gray. So, if you're looking for that one, check that one out. It's kind of a cool shirt. Uh, hopefully I'll I'll be able to post a picture of that here before too long on one of the social medias to show those off as well. Um that, that those are just the colors I ended up getting. I I think I ordered I ordered the wrong ones or or something like that. It, it, they just came out like that. So uh I actually think they look pretty cool. When I first wanted the Audible Farm shirts, I wanted them that dark like initially. And then I I got a proof of one, and I was like, I don't know if these are the right ones. And then I ended up ordering a a lighter color. And honestly, when I got the lighter gray shirts, the ones that are the classic shirts that everybody knows is the Audible Farm t-shirts. I was like, this might be too light of gray for me. But I I was really glad I got the lighter color because they were cooler, um, you know, and it, it just stood out. You know and it was just one of those things where it's like it looks classic it looks like a classic t-shirt you know so those are the audible farm classic shirts but i do have audible farm classic shirts in dark gray so if you're looking for one of those check them out like i said I'll, hopefully i'll put, be able to post a picture of those here um before too long on one of the social media so you guys can check them out uh they are available for sale on the audible farm website uh shop which i said description was down below, I believe. If I didn't, uh, the link for that's in the description. So check that out. Uh, What else did I get on? Oh yeah, I've also got uh, Audible Farm keychains back in the shop. And um, those are the new things I've got in there. I've got three new shirt designs. Well, it's one new design, but it's three different colors. So if you're looking for different colors of these, I also do have... um, Once again, I'm flashing it at the camera. If you're looking for different colors of these, like the uh, classic black and white... I do have those available as well. Or, um, these are this is the red and black. Um, and I do also have the uh, the blue ones from the Blue World Order from back in the day. Ooh, did I just say that? Um, yeah, well, there, there, I gave away one of the shirts. And if you're, I guess, if you're in the know deep enough, you'll be able to figure out what shirts I've got. Before now, I think I just kind of dropped a couple slight references, but uh, yeah, I've got black and white, red and black, and I've also got uh, blue and white. So, Check out the new Audible Farm shirt design online in the couple different colors as well as the shirts that are dark gray. And like I said, I've also got the keychains in. When I got those in before, most of those went pretty quick because I just ordered a few. So I ordered a, a few more. We'll see if anybody um, jumps on these as well. So Audible Farm keychains also available in the shop. Um, I got to say thanks to everybody that, that's been looking at the shop. It has kind of blown up in the last few days um, from when I posted a picture of those shirts and... Uh, kind of talked about, you know, originally putting up the keychains. I, I dropped a post online about that. So thank you very much to everybody that's been going to the shop. Like I said, I don't really I don't really get to see too many stats on that because it's just uh, um, just kind of a free shop that I set up. Uh, but I can see some stats on there, and I do see a lot of people going to it, so I really do appreciate it. Thank you very much for that, everybody. Um, you know, that's definitely compared to when I don't ever talk about going – to the shop really I, I do talk about it a little bit but um rarely do i have new things coming out like the new shirt designs uh, once again these i didn't like i said i didn't know if anybody would want these so i didn't print very many and believe it or not one size of one variation already sold out so uh <laughs> I, I may end up having to order some more of these uh whether i like it or not and i was originally just going to do a short run and be like well what i got is what i got and when they're gone they're gone but um, I might keep a few of these limited in stock for a while. We'll see. We'll have to see how many people end up wanting them because, uh, yeah, like I said, I, when I showed these to a few people, they were just like, I got to get one. So um, I guess I got to do- deliver some more t-shirts. As a matter of fact, I, the day I said I had them, I ended up shipping a handful of them out like already. And that was kind of when I was like, oh, geez, I better better get on this one here. So there is that going on. Uh, another thing that's going on is, did anybody listen to last week's episode? Because last week's episode, I had one person message me and they were like, I was confused, uh, but I'm glad you said the date of the show because I went and looked it up and realized what day it was. So, uh, the Brutal Republic, or I guess that's the band, but uh, the Reforge Initiative show, uh, we talked about it in last week's episode. And in last week's episode, I was originally going to try to put the. Um, put the show out the day before the show and i didn't end up doing it put put the episode the podcast episode out the day before the show but i didn't do it that way and it's my fault that i didn't but this is the day before the show so if anybody was listening to i said it in the intro and the outro like no matter what we say in the podcast don't listen to it the intro and the outro has the correct information and uh it still does that's that's the way it is but in the episode you listen to it and we're like it's tomorrow so go tomorrow we said it like a billion times thanks to me because i kept pushing it um, but I, like I said, I, I didn't want to do a, a solo episode that week. So I just put that episode out and I ended up doing the solo episode this week. And I don't know which one would have been preferred or which one's more lazy, but that's, that's what happened. So, um, I didn't have another episode scheduled. So I ended up just dumping that one in there and, uh, it, it, sorry, I do know, like I said, I had one person message me, so maybe it's confusing, but, um, it is July 30th. And it's Friday, July 30th, 5 to 9 p.m. Um, maybe a little bit later, maybe. But I, I did hear it may or may not rain tomorrow. So um, hopefully it doesn't rain. And uh, I think that event is outside, if I'm not mistaken. But Jeremy also said they did it inside. So uh, for Dodge, it's a an, an, uh, scholarship fundraiser for the Reforge Initiative. Jeremy Ober, uh, Brutal Republic is going to be there. Uh, same as Riddled with Class highly suggest anyone in the northern iowa area going to that that's going to be a really really good show so uh like i I said last week it's a really good cause for with some really really good people some of my favorite people in the music scene are going to be involved in that show so and i'm not talking about like one or two i'm talking about literally all of them in all of the bands so like there's some of my favorite people out there in the scene uh nicest guys i've ever met so um i gotta say that's gonna be a cool show I'm definitely going. I, I One way or another, I'm going to that. We, even if it rains, I'll go stand outside. Um, you know what? If you go to that, hit me up. Maybe I'll have some Audible Farm shirts. But I, a lot of people tell me, you should bring them to events and sell them at events. And it's like, I feel bad because I feel like I'm going to take money from the other thing that's going on at the event. Like, oh, buy one of my shirts so you don't put money in their tip jar. Or buy one of my shirts so you don't buy one of the band's shirts. You know, it's one of those weird things where... I don't know where I stand on it. I've done it a couple times, but it feels like I'm in the way. I don't know why. And I honestly have never sold a, uh, an article of clothing at a at an event before. <laughs> and, and once again, like I said, I kind of feel in the way. So uh, usually if I'm at a show, I kind of just wear a shirt or at least have an article of the clothing around somewhere on stage. Like I used to uh, put my guitar on a stand and then hang the – like a t-shirt below the guitar off the stand so people could see it you know just like do a weird thing like that but i was never really like like i said i always kind of felt in the way if i like soaked up part of the merch table or advertised that i would have on there so i don't know like i said six of one half a dozen of the other i kind of feel bad bringing up like stuff to shows and advertising and acting too much like a shill but um is is that one of those words that just became offensive in the last couple of years? I hope not. But, yeah, I don't want to feel like I'm just out there hawking merchandise to people. So I ended up uh, just, you know, I, I most of the shirts I sell is just because people ask me for one, and that's that's the only way I sell them, which is, you know, it's, uh, that's really kind of a cool thing. I appreciate everybody doing that. I have had, with this new design, a couple of people hit me up, and they're like, you need to get me one of those. So I need to go... Uh, Get some of the some more of those shipped out tomorrow which is once again I said it's pretty wild to have that many people want to buy your shirts um, and uh, it's kind of obvious why once again if you see the design uh, go check it out online or if you're watching like the video clip uh, and I flashed it on the video clip but uh, otherwise go check it out online the shop link is down below and uh, wear one to the event this weekend uh, I'll be at the event hit me up maybe I'll do one of these uh, go to the event I'll just give you a free sticker Uh, I usually have stickers with me And I'll make sure I bring some stickers to this event And I'll just give you Give you a sticker So go to the event this weekend It's the Reforge Initiative Scholarship Fundraiser July 30th, it's a Friday 5 to 9pm, it is tomorrow Uh, Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow This time I'm for real, it's tomorrow Uh, Go to the show, July 30th Friday, that's tomorrow Um, Go to that event And check it out, because it's going to be tons of fun Uh, Like I said, I'll be there uh, at one point in the night, at least, to and I'll have stickers in my pocket, so wear an Audible Farm shirt, and I'll give you a sticker, and um, let's say you don't have one, and you want one, uh, buy one online, or hit me up beforehand, and I will get you one, uh, that's another thing, I do have people that are like, live in my town, that have bought shirts from me online, and it's like, dude, you have my phone number, hit me up, and I know it's kind of weird to say that, but just, just do it, it might be uh, easier than me having to go through the whole thing of like, charging you shipping, and then refunding it if I'm just like gonna walk down the street and give it to you so uh yeah I don't know so I I do kind of feel bad about that with a couple people that have bought shirts that are like extremely local to me or people that I see like once a week anyways and it's like oh man you should have just hit me up I could have just I could have got you one they're like right here you know so if you want a t-shirt and you see me every single week just hit me up Um, otherwise the shop link is there it's available it's really easy to use actually um the only way I found out about that shop was utilizing it to buy other things from other people so um it's a nice nice job to set up there it's really easy i only have the availability to sell a handful of different items that's why i have varieties within within the selections there like the t-shirt section there's four t-shirts that are available there and technically the fifth one would be the dark gray one that's uh there's not a picture of so i need to like i said once again i need to get that taken care of but uh yeah so maybe i'll i'll get a new picture up there upload it or something and get that taken care of but that's pretty much all i've got going on in my week i i was really really busy the last couple weeks playing a lot of different shows uh with either three finger betty or jesse wilson that's another thing jesse i think jesse had a show every night i had a three finger betty show and that's another one where it's like i mean he doesn't have to have a lead guitarist around to play with uh, he can sometimes just do it with a bassist or do it solo. Um, you know, and he's done the full band thing and I don't even have to be the lead guitarist. I think he, one of those shows he played and he had, uh, Jordan Reuter play guitar with him. And I know earlier this year, he's had, uh, Vince Meneshek play guitar with him on a show, at least one show, you know, and, and, and you know, I know he's done shows with Owen alone and he's done shows by himself alone. And uh, he, it's just one of those cool things. He's, he's flexible. He's able to change up his band on the go. Um, as long as he knows what he needs to book for, he can, he can book just about anything people need, which is pretty sweet to have that availability, you know, and, uh, have the flexibility to do that where it's like, um, one show, he was just like, I think I'm just going to try this one alone. And it was like, cool. So I went and watched it for a little bit and took off and and boom, alone he goes. And, um, you know, some of those nights where I, I thought I was gonna be booked with Jesse and and Clint was just like, hey, if you're not booked this evening, hit me up. You know, and I go play a show with Clint when I have an off night, and it's like this is really cool, you know, and and, and Clint's always busy, you know, uh, and he's one of those other people. It's just like he can do it solo if he wants to too. So it's I, I kind of like I kind of feel like a hired gun in some sense, but I've been the person who's been playing with Jesse Wilson most of this year. Um, I don't have anything recorded with him officially, but I know he's talked about it before. It's like, Hey, you should swing over sometime and and lay a couple licks down on a few tracks and we can set them up and see what people think about them or whatever. And it's like, Oh, that'd be cool. You know? So, uh, otherwise three finger Betty camp, I've laid some stuff down with them recently. We've got some new stuff that's going to be coming out in the next mm -hmm, six months to a year, maybe. Um, hopefully sooner, but I'm, I'm not. person who keeps track of a lot of that stuff uh so uh let's see when that one comes out otherwise it's uh it's coming out not terribly long from now i know i i haven't listened back to it but i uh i know a few people in the band have so hopefully the recordings sound good and we've got enough material that's usable to do some stuff with so uh uh yeah hats off to that speed of sound down in des moines doing some killer work with us three finger betty uh at very affordable rates for what's being accomplished there it's kind of crazy because it's like we're using like modest equipment here it's like no not really and it's like it's just so weird because it's 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 renegade and professional and and the equipment that's being used if you go into the studio is just absolutely insane um depending on what's going on Uh, i know that uh, a lot of vocals have been recorded there and a lot of different types of music have been recorded there a lot of different instruments have been recorded there so uh, he's really getting everything good to go down there at Speed of Sound. So check that out. It's a great place. They do have a Facebook page as well, Speed of Sound, uh, out of Iowa, I believe still in the Des Moines area. And yeah, so um, so yeah, check out Jesse's stuff online, or any of the people I mentioned in this. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Scott Kirkhart, you know, being the very first person to buy some of the new Audible Farm merch. Uh, he's always been one of my biggest supporters, and I'm always going to be one of his biggest supporters because... He's another another one of those guys in the scene that is just one of the good guys. So hats off to you, Scott. I really do appreciate it. And uh, you know somebody did mention to me. Uh, let's. I bet you can see this, but boom, uh, it's it's in the in the video there. But somebody did mention this to me. I uh, you know I'm always out there wearing other people's stuff, and it's just I always feel like if I'm at a show, it's I feel a little corny wearing my own stuff. So I try my best not to. Uh, I have been seen wearing a lot of Audible Farm merch around at shows, unfortunately, but uh you know i'd really do like the audible farm podcast i like what it is and i not that i'm like yay me i'm the greatest but i do like having something to do and a way to contribute other than just to play music and i do enjoy the fact that people actually do listen to this so thank you guys very much for listening every week um yeah i was i guess just support the podcast i forgot kind of where i was going with that i don't really think it matters too much but but yeah uh the podcast has been has been A little bit harder to do now that I've been you know working again and and changing what I've been doing in my life to try to adjust it a little bit and and here I am you know trying my best to just figure out how to to fit this in there some weeks and it kind of kind of makes me wonder like should I have made this a weekly thing but I've got like I said I've got some people on the line I think I've got five people in my message bay as of recently that I've messaged to try to schedule out podcasts with them for the next few weeks. So I'm trying to work on a backlog if I can. I feel like that's going to be the only way I'm going to be able to do this is to backlog things at least a little bit. Um, and then I can pepper some stuff in there, but, but yeah, uh, check out all the bands that I mentioned in this episode. Uh, that's where I was at Scott Kirkhart. Um, anything Jeremy overs in brutal Republic or lone tree revival, um, riddled with class. All those guys are great. Corey Waller and the wicked things. Uh, once again I was like three blocks away and what I heard was just amazing so I wished I was like in right in front of the speaker sitting there listening to it because once again those are a lot of people that I are in my peer group that are up there and I can't believe how good it sounds and it's not that I can't believe those people can make those sounds but it's just like some of the heaviest hitters in all of their areas up there doing exactly what they need to be doing and it's like this just sounds so good so um you know hats off to those guys doing all their stuff salty view once again uh, hats off to them. Uh, always working. Uh, I know that me and me and Jesse were talking one time. You know, he got he got a new light setup. So that's another thing is like Jesse's setup just keeps getting like a little bit better every time we go to a show. It seems like we're figuring out how to mic things up better and and make it put it in the mixer and make it sound better and and add new things and you know next thing we're going to start upgrading stuff and he's he just got a light like a little light bar and it's like how it's crazy how a light bar that you can buy which by the way he bought from somebody in our peer group who sold it to him so like hats off to you know for everybody like kind of just keeping it in in the family in the peer group it's like um i guess it, it, it's we're all a peer group here it's like all the musicians there's not like a zillion of us but it's kind of funny that's like somebody sold it pretty much from one town to the next town and it's all people that we all know each other and they're all cool with each other and i you know it's just kind of cool but these lights are uh you know just four four lights on a little truss rod a little light mounting rig or whatever and they anybody can tell you like you just carry at least one of those around and you're just like holy cow this this looks amazing so we were just like Dude, you know, before you know it, we're gonna be salty view, and it's just like that's pretty funny, but also, yes, it very well could hop to that before one of us knows it. So uh Jesse's been out there grinding. I made the joke this weekend that it like doesn't matter if he's solo or with a bassist or lead guitarist or both or a drummer or not, or somebody playing the bagpipes, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like he's gonna find a way to make it work, and he will, cause he, he just goes out there and plays a lot. And another one of the fun things is we'll go to, we'll go play shows and people will come up to me and request songs. And I'm not like, I like music. I, yes, I do. Like, I feel guilty, like almost admitting this, but I do have my favorite kinds of music. So some of my favorite kinds of music I listen to a lot and other kinds I listen to almost never. And I'm sure there's a lot of people like that, you know, unless I'm out in public and I listen to music and I don't know what I'm listening to. and I'm just like, cool, whatever. And it kind of just kind of just floats in and out. Um, but you no know, country's not something I listen to a lot of, but especially like older country and people will just be like, Hey, play this song. And I just like turn to Jesse and like, play this song. And he's like, Oh yeah, I heard that song. And he just scrolls through his phone and he's just like, it's like, how did you do that? And it's like, I'm just going to pull up the lyrics real quick, just to double check it, you know? And so it's like, this is nuts. It's just so nuts, you know? And, I can't believe he can do that like right there on the fly, and I mean like I've done stuff like that with songs I've heard, but you know that's the thing is he's heard so many songs and he's just he's just like oh yeah I know how that song goes. Let's just uh, let's let me double check a couple things here real quick, and he's just like I think it goes like this, and it's like all right here we go, and and he pulls it off. It's so wild. Um, I just think that's super fun because he's. Uh, it's something that I don't have, uh, and I think a couple episodes ago, I might have been Emily Johnson that said he's like a kind of like a human jukebox, and he kind of is. You know, uh, he can kind of just go up there and, and dump some money up there and be like, "Hey, play this song," and he's just like, "Okay, like let's do it." Like it's, he gave me money. Hey, requests are requests, so he does, and it's funny because he'll. It's not like he's just gonna do it for the money, but he'll do it, and uh, especially if people are getting into the show and they're like, "Try this one out," and it's just, you know, they're loving it. Because there have been a few shows we've been to where it's just like. I've heard this song. He's like, yeah, me too. And it's like, well, let's give it a whirl. And we give it a whirl. It's like, this didn't sound very good in the style we tried to pull it off in, you know, or something like that. Like, we got through it, but it was still just like this, this might need a little bit of work, you know? And uh, we ended up, people are just like, yeah, this was actually pretty, pretty close for having never played it before. And um, I mean, there was even a time where there was a song Jesse didn't know and somebody just walked up with their phone and played it for him on an intermission. He's just like, yeah, I can give it a whirl. And he did, you know, that's one of my favorite things about him is he's brave enough to do that stuff on the fly uh, bring me with him to do it too. And I just, it's, it's fun. Cause like, like I said, he's got like a 95% success rate with all that stuff, like going off almost without a hitch. And it's like, how do you do this dude? And he's like, I don't know. I just, I heard the song before. And then you just like look everything up to double check it and you're like, boom, go for it. And, uh, you know, that's just the way you got to do it, I guess. Um, I could do it on the fly. Once again, like I said, if I, if I had some instructions in front of me, uh if and if i've heard the song that's the biggest factor if i've heard the song if i haven't heard the song I'm, I'm kind of sol and that's where he comes into play it's just like he's heard everything so he knows knows a lot of the songs people request and that's that's definitely a useful tactic as well as being educated in um all types of music that you're going to end up coming in contact with or ask being asked to play but uh yeah um that you know that's another thing i just spend a lot of time playing with him it's just one of those things you start to realize about the guy you know he's he's pretty friendly up there on on the mic i'm glad he's the guy that, that's the front man because it's not like i'm not friendly on a mic but uh if people request songs and i'm like i don't want to play this i might just be like um we'll see and then just like never play it And you know he's not that kind of guy he's just like yep let's give it a go why not you know it's like this is crazy how can he do this but uh you know hats off to him he's been doing it I remember like uh, going back, and it's not like I was out in the scene really, but he was just like, "I can't wait till I'm out here doing this stuff with you." And I think Clint Riedel told him he's like, "You're already out here doing this stuff with us." What are you talking about? You know, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot." Uh, before you know it, he's in the scene doing all the stuff everyone else is doing. You know, and uh, he's been bringing me along with on his journey this year, so I'm really happy about that. I really do have to say I appreciate it uh, to you, Jesse. But go back and listen to all the people, like I said in the podcast, whether it's Clint, Jeremy uh jesse i even mentioned vince beneshek i'm wearing the Vinny and the the night prowlers hat right now uh shout out to those guys went and did some sound for them they sound killer every time i go see them uh I, you know just even tighter every time i see them it's such a crazy band they're doing uh the shirt i have says Ronch and roll and uh it's, it's pretty much what it is they're like heavy rock blues kind of band and uh they do all sorts of songs from like oldies to not oldies uh everything they do keeps getting tighter and tighter we mixed everything up it sounded great the drummer bob did help me do all the sound pretty much i just stood there and was just like we need this we need this we need this and boom 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 and away he went and it's just boom adjusted everything's adjusted sounds perfect and like i said they were they were a band i almost didn't have to do anything with it was just like three or four songs and i was like change this a little bit and he's just like okay and then like later, I was just like, are "You gonna sing a song?" It's like, "No, it's like cool, cause your mic's like great for backup vocals." But if you want to sing a song, we're gonna have to change it just a little bit, you know, or something like that. So, hats off to those guys. Uh, they they just killed it. They keep getting tighter every time. Uh, Like I said, heavy blues rock, and here here the bassist is. He's a blind guy playing an acoustic bass through like a giant bass stack, and it's like this is insanity. You know, these guys are so crazy. So hats off to them for just being what they are and and going out there and and like i said Vinny's one of the people that was in my peer group i was one of the people that was like hey you play guitar yep all right let's go to a jam night and see what happens and he's like you are we gonna play and it's like yeah sure we get up there play uh he plays bass because we already had everyone else playing guitars and stuff so and it's something it's not like he hasn't played bass but he's primarily a guitarist and he hadn't even played a whole lot like then so and it was just like he's like i can learn these songs And it's like okay so we just learned like three songs or whatever and he played him on the bass. He kills it. And then before you know it, he's out there playing all these shows. And it wasn't until a few weeks ago, he's just like, dude, I'm so glad that I went to that show. Because if I hadn't gone to that show, I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. And it's like, that's cool. Because somebody took me under their wing and did the same thing with me. So I really do appreciate, um, you know, those kind of facts. And going out and seeing them live and get better every single time, you know, just makes me happy. So... Hats off to them. Uh, go check out all the bands that I mentioned in this episode. I think I'm out of here for this week before I run out of stuff to talk about. Go to the Reforge show tomorrow, uh, Brutal Republic, Riddled with Class, Fort Dodge. Uh, it is at River Hops. It starts at 5 and ends at 9. So check that show out. Uh, they're raising money for scholarships, uh, very important scholarships. If you didn't listen to that episode, go back to the last episode before this with Jeremy Ober and listen to him talk all about it. Uh, that episode is really good, by the way. I, re- I re-listened to that, and I don't re-listen to too many of these, even though I probably should uh, double-check more of these. On, uh, I don't know how much funny stuff I've let slide past, but uh, I should probably check more of these, but at the same time, like I wouldn't re-listen to that one. That one is actually a really good one, so uh, I would recommend that one to people that are looking for one to listen to, um, especially to get to know Jeremy Ober. I kind of finally got to peel that onion a little bit and got to listen to some of the things he had to talk about, and it was a really good episode. It was really fun um like i said unfortunately like he was one of the first people i interviewed and i wasn't even good at interviewing people and and that's like the sad part about it not that i'm amazing now but uh i've definitely come a long ways from where i was you know i'd be like so what do you think of this and they'd be like this i'm like okay yeah that's cool it almost felt like that chris farley on snl thing like you remember that time you did, uh you guys were doing out there and you did this stuff and just pretty cool, you know. Like I felt like that. It was just like, what are we doing here? So uh, I've gotten better, and I feel like that's another thing is you know we find some found some hot button issues for him to talk about. Um, I peeled small conversations that we had in public uh, into uh, in a more elaborate form. You know, it was just like I remember you mentioning this. What was all that about this? And and boom, before you know it, we're talking about Victor Wooten's book that he wrote. So um, that was a good episode recently. So if you're looking for more information on the Reforge Show, check that episode out. I'm taking off this week. Uh, I'm recording this late. I've gotta get stuff done before I gotta go to bed. So I'll check you guys. That's weird. I almost never tell you about like the time frame when I'm recording this, but I'm recording it late. So I gotta, I gotta get this all edited down. So I'm out of here. We'll check you next week. Hopefully one of my guests doesn't cancel. But I'm trying to double up a handful of them each week here, so I can get some backlog stuff. So I'll check you next week with a new guest. Peace. Oh, there we go. Solo episode in the bank. Um, getting more used to doing those. Maybe I'll be putting out some more of those like you know, regularly. I don't know. I really don't... I can do solo episodes, but I really feel the show is better when I talk with other people about what's going on. Also, I did notice that when I talk with other people, the uh, there's a lot more people watching. So that's kind of my go-to for that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's just based on stats. Uh, the solo episodes just don't do as good. So I have to... I'll have to try to find a way to maybe fold a few of these in there, uh, do some show updates or just some random stuff here like once a month. Bonus episodes would always be nice as solo episodes. I don't know. Uh, We'll see. But, yeah, talked about a lot of good things in this episode. Go check out that Reforge Initiative show. It's tomorrow. Uh, If you're wondering about what that is and you're like, I don't know anything about this, go to the last episode with Jeremy Over. Check that one out. Listen to it. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, go support your local musicians. Uh, There's all sorts of musicians making new music. There's some new bands cropping up. Some new stuff's being recorded. Uh, New people in the scene. Uh, Just go enjoy them all. Uh, I love hanging out here in in the northern Iowa scene. There's uh, a lot of really good musicians here and a lot of people just constantly, constantly, constantly playing music at places. And people absolutely love coming to see um, all of us play. And, uh, you know... I think Jesse said it really good at one of our shows. He said, like, at one of the Ragbri shows, he's like, hey, if if you go up and down the strip here, it doesn't matter who you run into, uh, one of those musicians is probably one of our friends, so, so check them out. You know, and that's support right there. That's what it's all about is supporting one another. Um, I mean, he even brought in James Tyler from Late Street uh, over one of the Ragbri shows and had him uh, do some rapping. And people were loving it uh and i mean absolutely loving it so that's really really cool to have somebody uh i don't think i've ever played a show where somebody rapped over top of what was going on other than jesse uh you know because jesse filled in for those parts when james tyler can't be there so it was really cool to have james tyler there live actually playing uh well singing and rapping along and it's really cool i think jesse might have that on recording somewhere we'll have to check that out Uh, that's another thing, you know, keep an eye on some of these people's YouTube channels or social medias, they're dropping some really fun stuff. Uh, for example, the Audible Farm t-shirts have arrived. The new ones that I've been rumoring are here. Um, yeah, they're here. They are here. Uh, believe it or not, I've got, I've got the, the classic black and white, I've got the red and black, and I've got the blue ones as well. I know if you listen to this in the episode, you're like, and if you're still just like, I don't know what those are, um, I've been dropping subtle hints the whole episode about what kind of shirts they are, and, uh, hopefully y'all can pick it up, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of more just dumb, dumb things, I mean, like, I mean, these t-shirts are for life, they're too sweet, um, they're taken over, I mean, those would be the easy ones to throw out there for, for what they are, you know, um, the red and black you know the black and white those are pretty obvious ones as well but uh, these t-shirts are pretty awesome I, I only ordered a few check them out if you want uh, otherwise if you don't want to support monetarily that's totally fine the episode's always going to be free if you're just listening on the audio version and uh, You know, even if you want to support and and you want to do it non-monetarily, just hit subscribe, like, share, anything like that. Leave us comments somewhere. Let us know know you're here. Uh, Subscribe on YouTube. Check us out on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Most active on Facebook and Instagram, but also active on Twitter. So hit us up on any of those. Uh, Let us know what you think of the new shirts if you check them out. Um, like I said, they're available there online. But if if you live just across the street from me, just uh, just hit me up and say hey or whatever. Or if you're gonna see me at a show in like three days, just just hit me up and say hey, bring a shirt to the show and I'll bring it to you. And then at least it, we'd you know we don't have to do the whole weird shipping. I mentioned it earlier, but we don't have to do the whole weird shipping thing where I have to like ship it to you or just like walk it down the street and just be like, here's your shipping money back, you know? So. Um, yeah, we can avoid all that by just hitting me up, but yeah, check it out, uh, new Audible Farm merch is there, as as well as, uh, keychains and a new darker gray Audible Farm classic shirt. Uh, that classic shirt's one of my favorites. I got a new set of orders in in the classic gray. It was the color I originally wanted when I first ever ordered the shirts, but I ended up going with a lighter gray by the time I had some printed, so, uh so that's kind of a crazy thing so i got these darker ones now i want to see how these go let's see how they go uh hit me up i've got some of those available as well so i've got uh some new audible farm merch not the original colors and not the original everything i got new designs new everything so check them out it's always going to be bella canvas nice soft shirts uh same as before so thank you guys for supporting week in and week out i really do appreciate all of that support the musicians support the podcast share everything you've got about everybody's shows and stuff Let people know you're at shows, invite more of your friends to shows, because there's been a lot of people I've invited to shows where they're like, this is actually really good. And it's like, are you serious? I can't believe that. You know, like, how come you never come to these things? They're like, I don't know. And it's like, and then they start coming to one every now and then, which is kind of the ultimate goal, just to have some buddies out there at shows enjoying what you do and meeting new people and just having a good time. So, uh, you know, invite your buddies to a show and let them know how much fun it is. And, uh, you know, just go out to a local music show. Um, Oh, yeah. One more thing before I go, I was wearing a Pork Tornado shirt, like almost the whole entire time at... Uh, the ragbri shows and people were just like, dude, you're in the pork tornadoes and I'm like, no, 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 I just, I just know who they are I played a show with them and they're like, dude, they're so good and I'm like, yeah, and they're like, they usually play ragbri I haven't seen them yet, and it's like, yeah no, nah, that's unfortunate i did have a lot of people ask me if i was in the pork tornadoes my beard isn't that nice though so uh, go support the pork tornadoes uh the real deal uh, i've been saying it all along they're the real deal so check them out they're another fun band uh i know a lot of their shows are selling out this summer so uh congratulations to them on signing a new booking deal etc they've been working really hard they deserve it so uh i had to say that before i, I took off because that, that just happened too much this weekend to not mention it so uh that's up to them uh they're great guys all right everybody i'll check you next week Uh, This is the real one for this time. Peace.